Hey friend, in this episode, I bring up two ladies who responded to a question that I had for them. They brought up the issues that they've had with physicians and their mistrust of medical professionals. So I respond to those issues and I also bring up three harmful practices that used to be considered safe by our healthcare system. Lastly, I give you four tips to find a good healthcare practitioner. Just like these ladies, if you have topics that you wanna hear about, if you have questions for me, let me know. Email me at hello at herholistichealing.com and I will try to answer your question or I can try to find guests that can address your questions. I created this podcast for you to create content that is useful and inspirational for you. So let me know what you want to hear. Also, I recorded this at about 5.30 in the morning, hoping that my kids would be asleep, but my three-year-old woke up. So if you hear some sounds in the room, that's my three-year-old making noise. I didn't want to record this at a different time. I'm trying to batch a bunch of episodes for the future. So it should be fine, but I just wanted to let you know All that being said, let's start the show. Welcome to Her Holistic Healing. I'm Alexandra. I love Jesus. I'm a wife and mom of three kids, and I'm also a nurse with years of experience in clinical research. When I experienced ongoing health symptoms, I searched for sustainable remedies. I am so grateful that God showed me that He is the source of true healing. In this podcast, you will learn holistic health solutions, Bible truths, and inspiration to live out God's calling in your life. If you are feeling tired, frustrated, and overwhelmed by your health symptoms, then this is the podcast for you. So go ahead and brew some herbal tea. Let's take a break from the mind-numbing humdrum busyness. Let's rest and let God be our healer and helper. Before I started this podcast, I asked a few ladies, what is your main, your biggest pain point when it comes to your health? Here are what two of the ladies, what two of the ladies said. My first pain point has to do with normal medical professionals treating you often like you're a bit wacky or hippie if you look at the body holistically. Another lady said this, oh, before I read this, I will say that I changed two of her words just because there's so much censorship going on. They're, uh, they're probably not censoring podcasts right now, but just in case, um, I'm going to change two of the words, but I'm sure you'll probably know what she's saying. My biggest pain point right now when it comes to the healthcare profession is the dark shadow that's been cast on it for me. I have severe trust issues now when it comes to my regular healthcare professional after the last two years of the number one sickness that was talked about in 2020. The only advice he could give me was to get the shot like he's being paid to say it and not consider at all natural immunity. I'm honestly not sure if I'll regain trust in this profession again. Before I respond to these two ladies, I just want to say that I've worked with some great physicians and healthcare professionals But unfortunately, there are bad apples, some bad apples out there, just like there are in every industry, right? And unfortunately, what I see in our society, I see that we're taught to 
to look up to people with fancy degrees, the MDs, the PhDs, the people that have gone to fancy colleges, all that kind of stuff, right? What I love about nursing is the fact that it's part of our job description to be a patient advocate. And if you'll allow me to be your advocate for right now, I just want to say that, remind you that your physician works for you. So if you don't trust your physician, you don't uh, feel like he or she is humble, or you just don't like his or her character, you can fire your physician. You can look for a new one. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today. I wanted to tell you four step, four tips to find a good healthcare practitioner. But before I get into that, I also wanted to address some people out there that may have, in my opinion, a little too much trust in the medical system. I wanted to bring to your attention three harmful practices that used to be considered safe by our healthcare system. The first one is the administration of thalidomide. In the 1950s and 1960s, there was this nausea drug called thalidomide and it was given to pregnant women for the treatment of nausea, obviously. But they, they later found that it caused severe birth defects. defects. It caused anomalies of the limb, heart, ears, and eyes in thousands of babies. It kind of reminded me of what happened to me when I was pregnant. When I was pregnant with all my all of my kids, I had severe nausea and vomiting for the first trimester. Back then, I didn't really know much about natural remedies. I was just trying to avoid any medications during pregnancy. But there was this one night where I just felt horrible, so I called the doctor on call, and right away he prescribed me with this anti-nausea medication. And I asked him, is this safe to take during pregnancy? And he got mad at me. He's like, why would I prescribe it if it's not safe? So I, I took it, but then I, when I saw my regular doctor, my re- regular doctor actually said that she wouldn't have started me on that drug right away. She would have started me on something gentler. This was all back in 2011 or 2012 when I had my second child around, um, this must have been 2015. The, I, I was looking at the safety profile of this drug and it showed that it was no longer recommended to be given to pregnant women. I actually looked up, once again, the safety profile a couple months ago and the research was supposedly inconclusive. In some countries they're giving it to pregnant women and in, I believe in this country they still are, but with caution, I'm not sure. But all this to say, it's just interesting that the physician that prescribed me the medication, he was just, he was upset that I asked him if, is, is the drug even safe? And then years later, it was seen as dangerous to be given to pregnant women. And now they're just not sure. I mean, things like this, they happen all the time, right? And you, we all know that we live in a crazy world that what is right is seen as wrong and what is wrong is seen as right. There are inefficiencies galore. There are lies all the time in the media and all around us. I've worked in 
clinical research for a long time, um, particu particu particularly <laughs> drug safety. And I'll, I will say that it's not different from the rest of the world. I mean, there are inefficiencies, there are people with apathy, there are corrupt people that work in the industry. The quote science can be biased, it can be incomplete, it can be totally twisted. So I just wanna ask you a few questions. Do you believe that the products on the market are truly safe? Do you believe that the treatments that you're being given are, have been rigor, rigor, rigorously tested for safety? Are they even effective or is the science a little biased? Has it been twisted a little bit? If a drug is safe for one person, does that mean that it is safe for all people? And I'm not trying to say that you should avoid all drugs what I am saying is that if any of this resonates with you, you can always go to clinicaltrials.gov. You can look at the research that has been done. You can look at how many participants were in the trial, how, how long a drug has been studied, what ingredients are in the drug, what side effects have occurred, what comor comorbidities the subjects had when they were undergoing the trial. You can. There are so many things that you can research. And of course, I will keep saying you need to we need to go to the holy spirit and ask the holy spirit for wisdom whenever we before we take a treatment and during after we need to be going to him for wisdom all the time so that's the first harmful practice that i wanted to mention it was once considered safe by our healthcare system but is not considered safe anymore the administration of thalidomide during pregnancy the second harmful practice is something called twilight sleep. Early in the 20th century, this was the preferred birthing me method for women. These women were given morphine and scopolamine when they were ready to give birth, and they wanted to take this so they didn't have to remember their labor pains. Oftentimes when the baby was about to be born, the mom was sleeping, and the baby had to be pulled out of the womb using forceps. Often, unfortunately, this led to narcotizing of the baby and the baby had breathing issues. The babies would come out crying from the womb and the mom would still be asleep. The moms, the, the drugs worked, they did not remember their labor pains, but they often experienced delirium and vertigo. So that's another practice, harmful practice that used to be considered safe. The last one that I will mention is smoking. Before 1964, tobacco, tobacco companies used physicians to promote their cigarette brands. This was effective because the public put their trust in the science and the physicians. Before 1964, supposedly there was not enough evidence to show that cigarettes cause cancer and other, other diseases. Of course, we know now that smoking is not good for our health. So when we look at these practices, the administration of thalidomide, twilight sleep, and smoking, these were all considered safe. So the last question, I think the last question that I want to ask you is, do you believe that our healthcare system is smarter and safer than before? Whatever your answer to that is, my number one takeaway from this episode is, I want you to seek God first. We should be seeking God's wisdom first with every aspect of our life, right? I will mention Joshua again, like I did in a previous episode. He was 
a man of faith and a great leader. And yet, if you look in Joshua, I believe Joshua chapter 9, he was deceived by the Gibeonites. And unfortunately, it's so easy for us to be deceived. So we always need to go to God first. So all that being said, I wanted to give you four tips to find a good health care practitioner. Number one, once again, I'm going to tell you to ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom on this. Ask him to lead you to the right practitioners. Number two, do your research. Look at the reviews online. Look at the practitioner's philosophy. Ask for referrals from people that you trust. Tip number three, I want you to look at the fruit. Do you see good or bad fruit? Matthew 7, 15 through 18 says this, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. This passage is referring to prophets, but we can apply this when we're trying to figure out if we trust other people too. So we can apply this to our healthcare professionals. So when you're looking for a good practitioner, I want you to look for someone that is humble and kind. This drove me crazy. My mom, she had this practitioner that I just, I saw her a few times and every time I went, she just, the things that she said were just so arrogant and condescending. And now that I know more about health, I don't even agree with some of the things that she said. And there was this one time that my mom sent me to the doctor when I was in high school. I had this lump like the size of a kiwi on my armpit. So she sent me the, to the doctor and I went to the doctor and the doctor said, oh, I don't see anything. I had to point it out to her. To this day, I I don't understand why she didn't see it. I don't know if she wasn't wearing her glasses or she was, was having a bad day, but the lump was really big and she didn't see it until I pointed it out. I just really think that people that are not humble or kind, they don't make good practitioners. So I think you should consider looking elsewhere. I also think that you should look for someone that is open-minded. If you're open to alternative and holistic methods, you're into finding the root cause of your health issues, find someone that is like-minded, but at the least find someone that is open-minded. I've, I've been around practitioners that aren't into natural remedies because they just don't believe that they work. They don't have experience with them, but I know that they work because I've tried them and I've, I've done my research and I've seen natural remedies do wonders for people. So that's something that I personally won't tolerate. I won't tolerate a practitioner if it's up to me, if, um, if they're not open-minded. So I recommend to you to find a practitioner that is open-minded. I recommend that you find someone that is responsive and responsible. When I was pregnant with, I don't know, my third child, I think, they were um, monitoring my thyroid my because I was they, th they thought that I had issues with my thyroid so they were, they were monitoring it and the office was just really slow at responding to just very simple things and when the nurse finally called me back she said your test results look good keep taking Synthroid I had never taken Synthroid in my life so they mixed me up with someone else 
I will say that we can have grace for the medical the medical staff they're overwhelmed and they can be disorganized but I really think that if you've tried you've tried a few times and they've messed up a few times they've mixed you up with someone else things like that happen I think maybe that's time to consider a new practitioner or a new practice I also think that you probably want to find a practitioner that will spend extra time with you if you need it I was seeing this one pediatrician she was typing away at her computer for most of the time and she examined my daughter for like a minute and I will say that it's really hard to be a practitioner these days because you have to do so much charting so I don't necessarily falter for that but she basically just did the bare minimum and then she almost ran out the door until I stopped her and asked her a question she scribbled something on her paper and then she ran out the door I just really think that um, if that's not something that you're into you might want to try to find a different practitioner I wrote this guide this free guide if you join my email list you can get it it's called four steps to find the root cause of your disease feel your best and take charge of your health I'll leave a link in the show notes. You can get this free guide when you join my email list. At the end of the guide, it has a list of practitioners. Some of them you might not have even heard of before. But these practitioners will spend extra time with you and they they help you get to the root cause. So if you're interested in that, go and get my guide. Lastly, I want you to find someone that's compassionate. Someone that has a servant's heart. When I was pregnant with my last child, I had abnormal bleeding and I was really scared. And the midwife just took my hand and she said, it's okay, we're, we're going to figure this out. That's what we're here for. It just meant so much to me. I, it helped to take the anxiety away and it just made me feel like she actually cared and that I was in good hands. I had this other pediatrician when my, my um, our regular pediatrician was out of town, we went to see this other pediatrician both of the pediatricians had their own practices I went into the office and I spoke to the receptionist and then I saw the medical assistant and then I saw the physician and I later found out that the physician filled the roles of all these three people he was playing the role of receptionist medical assistant and physician so when I went back to visit I I asked him why are you doing all this this work it's so much work for you to do and he said that he was short-staffed short-staffed just the way that in the same way that our prices are going up with our health care uh, prices are going up for him as well and this was I don't this was 20 before 2020 um, so I just felt so sad for I just felt so sad for him he was doing so much work and I could tell that he cared so much about his patients a day a couple of days after we left he even called to, to find out how my daughter was doing I just I just respected him so much and I, I really hope that you look for someone that's compassionate and that has a servant's heart. Those types of people make wonderful practitioners. So just to recap, your four tips for finding a good practitioner are these. Number one, ask the Holy, ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. Number two, do your research, look for reviews, ask for referrals, look at the practitioner's philosophy. Number three, look at the fruit. Does the physician produce good fruit or bad fruit? Are they humble? Are they kind? Are they open-minded? Are they responsive and responsible? 
You want to look for someone that will spend extra time with you. You want to look for someone that is compassionate. So I really hope that this was helpful. I really hope that you spend time looking for a great practitioner for your family. Unfortunately, medical errors are the leading one of the leading causes of death in our country. So I really hope that you take the time to do this. I really hope that if you have mistrust for the medical system, believe me, I hear you, you're not alone. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater though because there are some wonderful practitioners out there and I really hope that God will lead you to the right ones. I'll talk to you guys soon. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen today. If you like what you heard, will you leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can reach more people? And if you want to connect with me, go to HerHolistic.com. Before you go, I want to leave you with one of my favorite passages from Matthew 29. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For you. It's easy and my bird is like